The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. Hello, and welcome to Two Millennials One Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Richmond. And I'm Ethan Gable. Today is the last straw. Before we get started, make sure that you listen to us on all of the classic podcast apps and subscribe and tell your friends. Also, I'll put a plug in for the playlist, Two Millennials, One Playlist that Abby crafted. That is so good. It's like one of the best playlists I've ever made. And I know we're saying this because there are bops and jams, but... It's a good mix of stuff. Absolutely. Check that out. Today, before we get started, I wanted to ask you your opinions on the uh, Supreme Court pick. (laughs) All I can say is elections do indeed have consequences. Everyone saw this coming. The thing I'm worried about the most, I know everyone's worried about Roe v. Wade, which is a concern, but what I'm worried about with Justice Kavanaugh is he has said in the past that he does not feel that sitting presidents should be indicted or should even have to testify. And I think we were coming up on something with Russia where Trump may need to be indicted or uh, subpoenaed. And if that goes to the court, And now we have a 5-4 conservative majority and they're like, nope, Trump doesn't have to testify. That's very problematic if all of this Russia collusion cover up type of stuff is accurate. That's take to the streets and overthrow the (laughs) government type of stuff. Is it not in the Constitution that they have to be held to the same standard as citizens that they have to like testify? Unfortunately, that is not in the Constitution. Real life. Real life. What did you think about uh, Mr. Kavanaugh? I don't know. I haven't looked too far into it just because I've been concerned with so many other things lately. But just as much as any other officials that Trump has appointed, it makes me nervous. For sure. I know there are a lot of people on the news right now or talking heads saying that abortion will be illegal in 28 states or something like that in the next six months. That kind of thing. I could see a lot of people being upset about. And that that's a distinct possibility. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, we've talked about that in previous episodes. Even if it's illegal, it's not going to stop happening. So. Correct. It just becomes more unsafe and dangerous to everyone involved. Wow. Stay woke, y'all. I just used y'all and woke in the same <laughs> phrase. Yeehaw. Yes, you did. All right. So, speaking of another appointed official, Scott Pruitt, the EPA administrator has stepped down. Finally. And I could not be more happy with all of the things that he has relaxed and with everything that he has diminished regarding our advances. I'm so excited that he's gone. No doubt. He got in there and absolutely undid a lot of the environmental protections that had been put in place by the Obama administration and even previous administrations. And that's what I don't get. I don't get the current Republican infatuation with destroying the environment. Look at Teddy Roosevelt, Republican, set up the national parks. Look at Richard Nixon, love him or hate him. He set up the EPA and then all of a sudden Republicans are like, no, we need to take away all restrictions, let corporations and companies destroy the environment. And they're okay with that. I don't get it. I mean, like conservation is by nature conservative one would think so but just kidding they're taking everything away like clean water clean air clean car all of those have been deregulated with air quotes because that's how they're phrasing it as a double speak way to make it sound less bad they're streamlining it or they're deregulating it but really they're just relaxing it so that big businesses 
can make more money. Yeah, and the war drum pounding for coal. We're getting away from coal. We're getting into renewable resources. And then this administration's and Pruitt's insistence that we need to bring coal back. Why? I don't understand any of this. But I, I agree with you. I'm glad he's gone. Not to mention just the obnoxious amount of ethical violations that dude was making. Did you hear about any of those? Yeah, like he used his administrators to find jobs for his wife and look for a bed or something. Yeah, and in fact, he used his power as the EPA administrator to try to lobby chick filet to give his wife a franchise what is that guy doing not even a job just like a franchise yeah a franchise holy cow yep and then there were even allegations that he used his driver to like speed down the highway to get to place to place as if he were an emergency personnel just a sketchy overall dude and unfortunately there are pockets of that all over the administration i'm not saying that doesn't happen in other administrations but it is so overly blatant especially Mm. from someone that wanted to quote unquote drink the swamp. It's pretty swampy. Yeah, well, I don't understand is how anyone thought he was a good pick for this particular job. I mean, like, he's filed lawsuits against the EPA, and he is a climate change denier. So, yeah, let's put him in charge of things that affect the climate. A lot of that, unfortunately, people believe was Trump's strategy is he picks people that are fundamentally opposed to the government agency and appoints them to said government agency as he tries to... Like Betsy DeVos. Exactly. As he tries to dismantle the deep state and take down the swamp and the government. Unfortunately, this was a terrible idea. Now we're reaping the consequences of that. Do you know anything about the new guy? Andrew Wheeler. Uh, All I know about Andrew Wheeler is immediately senators and other people were like, whoa, 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 this guy is equally as bad. We need to watch this guy as well. But I haven't dug into him at all. Seriously? Seriously. That's no good. CNN said that he was just trying to be more transparent than Pruitt. I'm all for transparency, but I also think the Environmental Protection Agency should protect the environment. But maybe that's just me. Also, so many news sources are just saying that Pruitt stepped down because he's expecting a child. Is he really expecting a child? Yeah. That seems insane. No, I'm pretty sure he got let go. Oh, like actually? Actually. They probably called him in and said, dude, you're fired, but we're going to give you the courtesy of saying you stepped down. I'm pretty sure that's how that works in that level. That's embarrassing. Yep. Another thing on um, Scott Pruitt's end is this is the fourth anniversary of Flint still not having clean water. We live in the United States of America, the most rich, blessed nation on this earth, and Flint still does not have clean water. That is a travesty. That's wild. Also, think about how many plastic water bottles they're using because they don't have freaking clean water. Very true. We're just trying to put a band-aid on a problem and creating a bunch of waste in them. Have you seen the pictures of like the fire hydrants just letting out water that is literally the color of your shirt i have not seen that. i'm wearing an orange shirt by the way i've not seen that but i have watched the documentary on netflix about flint and the police department there and oh i haven't seen that it's worth watching it it really enlightens you to the sketchy stuff going on in flint and the politics and all that stuff why isn't anyone doing anything about it and are people staying there yeah people i'd st- be like bye yeah unfortunately the people that live there can't afford to just be like bye you know you have your old rundown rickety house and that's it that's What's all you the got the socioeconomic status of people in flint low no oh. very low that is unfortunate and that's part of the reason of why that's not getting taken care of if that were some affluent suburb of chicago that would be fixed instantaneously. oh immediately Anyways, in recent news, Starbucks has decided to diminish their use of plastic straws so that by what year is it? 2020, I believe. Yeah, 2020, there will be no more plastic straws. 
Have you seen the backlash that they're facing with this, though? From consumers? No, from, like, disabled consumers. Oh, no. I imagine that would be a problem, but yeah, I did not see Yeah, it's something it. that I never thought about. Because, okay, they're switching to these little plastic lids that are sort of what they're calling adult sippy cups with a raised lip and teardrop-shaped drinking hole. And so with the negation of straws, disabled people can't use Starbucks as much as they used to be able to because like if you can't hold your hand steady enough to drink out of a cup you rely on plastic straws metal sometimes can bite down on it and cause harm to your teeth and it can be too hot or too cold and paper straws disintegrate and so people rely on these plastic straws so a lot of the disabled community is having problems with this. That's an interesting take on that. I assume the disabled community could be accommodated with plastic straws still. I feel like that'd be such a small portion of the population that requires a plastic straw that we could go ahead and allow that. Do you think that they should have a small stash of them? I think that would make sense. I mean, truly, if someone came in there disabled and needed a plastic straw to consume said beverage, Mm -hmm. provide them with one. Is one straw every now and then really going to make a difference? Well, that's what started this whole thing is everyone says, well, it's just one straw, but that's 8 billion people saying, oh, it's just a straw. I agree with you on that, but... The disabled community is a smaller portion of just a straw. You've got to make an accommodation there. Also, some people are concerned with the fact that these new lids are also made out of plastic. So what is the point of replacing plastic straws with a plastic lid? I have two comments on that. Number one, how am I supposed to drink a Frappuccino out of a sippy cup? Ooh, I didn't ever think about that. That's going to be incredibly hard. And that's a very shallow complaint of mine. But I I get Frappuccinos from time to time. And how do you do that without a straw? It's hard to get it out of the cup without a straw and no lid. It just doesn't do it. I don't know how they're going to resolve that with a sippy cup lid. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I myself bought some reusable, I actually bought a lot of reusable straws off Wish and Amazon. And so I've been implementing those. So I've been straw free for about a month and a half. And it's sometimes cumbersome when you like don't have one and you have to ask somebody, hey, like make sure you don't put a straw in my drink or you have to wash one really quick and you don't have one of those straw cleaners. So sometimes it's a hassle, but you just have to think about the environment. And if you picture that classic video with the turtle and the straw in its nose, it hits you in the heart man my second follow-up to the the straw thing is i think it's a good step in the right direction i have no problem with places like seattle and some of the west coast cities banning them a while ago along with single serve plastic items and that type of thing but if we think removing straws is going to fix the giant plastic mass out in the ocean or the microplastics all through the ocean that's showing up in fish if you think that's going to solve the issue you are vastly mistaken but it's a step like where else are we going to start it's a step but we we need to take this on way more seriously. Like you said, they're replacing it with a plastic cup lid. I have an explanation for that. Tell me. Okay, so the lid is made of polypropylene, which is an easier recyclable plastic than what straws are made out of. And also straws literally slip through the cracks in recycling plants. And so these lids are easier to be like handled in recycling plants. I totally understand, but we aren't forced to recycle. Can we get an EPA administrator that forces people to recycle? That'd be cool. Thanks. (laughs) 
Anyways. We aren't forced to recycle. That stuff still is going to end up in a landfill. It is light. The wind carries it out of the landfill into fields and into the ocean and all that stuff. If you truly want to address this issue, you need to reduce the amount that is produced. And I'm putting that onus on the corporations and Starbucks and all of these places. Don't offer plastic. And that goes for the cups. The cups you get from Starbucks has a five on it. Kirksville doesn't recycle fives. So that goes in the yeah, trash. Yeah, yeah. Speak a little bit more on Kirksville's recycling processes because i don't know a whole lot about it i just throw my stuff in the recycling bin going i know that we don't do glass anymore which sucks they've started doing glass again you can get an individual tote for glass they pick it up about once a month the thing with the recycling though and this goes for a lot of small towns is they only recycle certain plastics one and two specifically unfortunately the majority of single serve plastic items that most people want to recycle fall in the three four five category like i was talking about with the starbucks cups any other reuse usable item it's hard to find a one or two plastic unfortunately so a lot of that plastic i throw away i try to cut back on just the plastic i get in my daily life but unfortunately a lot of that's still going in the trash can would you ever consider moving to a zero waste lifestyle no i think it'd be too hard in the way that society is running itself it's a great theory and it's definitely something i strive for i'm all about reducing what i consume and what i take in and if there's a way i can get it in something that's reusable i do that no doubt but zero waste like you said it's not feasible especially in this area there's no emphasis yeah. on reduction or not using plastic sacks at the store we have none of that here we have places you can drop your sacks off absolutely at, which is great but they still bag your groceries in it what are all the plastics do you know what number each plastic is i don't know the exact distinction i know it deals with its density and how thick it is and that type of thing and what it's used for are you looking it up Yes. Okay, so in the meantime, McDonald's plans to be 100% waste-free and renewable by 2025. That's a good goal. 2025. Go McDonald's. They took away styrofoam cups and the world went crazy. They did. In fact, when we were in Denver a couple months ago, I stopped and got a beverage after hiking up a mountain and my large beverage was not even in plastic. It was in a big paper cup and I was very pleased. Paper? Yep. That's so cool. I thought so. I've tried to start going to different establishments and bringing my own vessels. Sonic won't let you do it here, but Starbucks will. You can just say like, hey, I want a venti and bring in your Yeti tumbler thing and they'll fill it up for you. Not that I have an actual Yeti because I'm too cheap for that, but my Walmart brand Yeti and they'll fill it up for you and you just have to make sure that you take your lid off so that they don't touch it or whatever. Sure. I think that it'd be cool if more places started doing things like that. Yeah, and some places even offer you discounts for doing that, which really? is a good model. Yeah, absolutely. You get a few cents off at Starbucks if you bring in your own Oh, I didn't know that. I usually just mug. do it. I'm thinking about purchasing one of the Starbucks ones because they can still ride on it. Yeah, it's good that corporations do that. And like I said, more corporations need to take the step in the right direction because unfortunately, if you leave it to the general public, that will take forever for everyone to get on board. To get Kirksville, Missouri being like, hey, we're going to cut down on waste. We're not going to use plastic bags here anymore. We're not going to have straws in Kirksville. That will be a long time from now. So back to the numbers on plastic. The numbers on plastic designate what type of plastic it is. Number one is polyethylene terephthalate. <laughs> Number two is high-density polyethylene. Number three is polyvinyl chloride. Number four is low-density polyethylene. And number five is polypropylene. That's the one that I said. And that's the one we don't recycle here. Oh, love that. We can't even recycle the lids that Starbucks is implementing. That would be my guess. Are the cups made out of a different plastic than the lids? The cups right now are made out of polypropylene. 
but it's easier recyclable. All I know is when you get your recycled tote when you move to town, it says only ones and twos. And that was true in my hometown as well. I think some of the smaller towns can only afford to recycle the basic plastics. Do taxes go to things like that? Recycling programs? Yeah. Yeah, typically. So it's just whoever's designating where our tax money goes. Yeah, more or less. They probably contract a third party to take care of recycling. Hmm. So you've probably heard the phrase of reduce, reuse, recycle. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. And I think a lot of people miss the idea behind that phrase is that goes in order of importance, meaning you should first try to reduce, oh, yeah. then recycle, or then reuse, and then recycle. No, first step for everyone is recycle. Correct. That people are like, oh, I'm totally going to use this thing because I know I can recycle it. Well, why even use it in the first place? I think that's what we need to focus on more. And that, that goes to like eliminating straws and that type of thing or getting the reusable ones. But if we just stop having a demand for these plastic items that end up in the ocean choking fish, then the companies won't feel obliged to make it. Well, it makes a call for engineers and things like that to create ways for us to not have to use plastic. Absolutely. Because when I ordered my straws the amount of plastic packaging they came in was almost negating the two the use of plastic packaging made it not worth getting non-plastic straws and that's unfortunate but that's common anytime you order something it's packed with either styrofoam god help us all or a bunch of plastic you're right i wish that i could change the world in so many different ways that like I get overwhelmed with knowing that I can't do everything at once. Yeah, if you had universal control, you could fix these problems, but all you have control over is yourself. You got straws that are reusable. Yeah. I try my darndest to not get styrofoam cups when I go get tea or something. Those are tiny little things. Do those have an impact on the overall picture? Unfortunately, not much. But some. A little like bit. Like if your lifestyle and my lifestyle inspire our listeners... They're like, oh, hey, these people that I kind of maybe look up to do this, so maybe I should start. Yeah, I'm not saying not do it because of that. It's just no, yeah. we need a bigger buy-in. Right. We, we need to get Joe Schmo that every single day gets a, a venti whatever from Starbucks yeah. or a McDonald's back when they had styrofoam cup. We'll go to Hy-Vee. Hy-Vee still sells in their gas station mm-hmm. styrofoam cups. People get those every single day. I also thought about going to talk to who runs Hy-Vee. Oh, I did know that. Okay, so I thought about talking to him about replacing the plastic stirrers with wooden stir sticks because that's such an easy fix and it doesn't come in the plastic packaging and it reduces those stir sticks. At the Starbucks? And at the uh, gas station. Mm, That would be great. And if we could just get them to eliminate the styrofoam, that would be a good step in the right direction too. Right, and that's just in our little town. That's something that we could do. And write to your politicians. Should we make a podcast commitment that we're going to explore these and see if we can get at least high V to make some changes yeah i mean because they sell coffee in their little eating area you know what i'm talking about yeah. and at starbucks and in the gas station so those are three changes that could happen sure wow actionable we're gonna try this we're gonna see if we can make some changes locally yes. how inspirational was this i know so glad that this is happening i had something else to add to that but i don't remember what it was Oh, yeah. The little stir sticks. Those are also offered on airplanes and things like that. And so a few airlines have vowed that they're going to stop doing things like that. So they've moved to like bamboo stir sticks. I heard Alaska Airlines have removed straws and stir sticks. And I'm excited because I'm going to Seattle in the next couple of weeks and we take Alaska Airlines to get there. And I expect my experience will be vastly different. Holy cow. Yeah. Seattle and Alaska Airlines. Right. No straws, no plastic, anything. As far as I know, I'm pretty sure that was banned. I am so excited to go 
live that and see what they're doing to fight the scourge that is plastic. Yeah, like Vancouver, Miami, Fort Myers, Seattle, Royal Caribbean, Malibu, Berkeley, and New York. They're all on that. This is the last straw situation. That's good. That's a start. And just like most things in the world or in the United States, at least, it's the liberal cities and corporations that get the ball rolling on this stuff. And then we follow suit eventually. It may take 15 years, but at some point, Kirksville will be straw free as well. That'd be so cool to see in my lifetime. I mean, it's going to happen. And especially if we start doing something about this, writing letters, talking to the people that we know that run these businesses, that could be sooner than we think. That's wild. Heck yeah. And that's a call to anyone listening to this. If you're passionate about saving the earth, I mean, even if you're not, Google plastic ocean yeah. and just look at yeah. the pictures. The floating mass of plastic, by the way, out there by Hawaii is as big as the state of Texas. That's hard to even grasp. But if you truly think about that, that's a ton of plastic. That makes my heart hurt so bad. And if you look at that and you're like, my God, I'm not okay with that, then write a letter to somebody. Talk to somebody even personally, take some steps to reduce your reliance on plastic. It's worth looking into to see all the different ways that you can reduce your use of plastic. There are so many other ways that we could do this episode of like environment things. The fact that they're using wind turbines on roads to get more electricity. Have you seen that? On roads specifically? Yeah. They, I've not. they set them next to high traffic areas and when cars go past, it spins the turbine and it generates electricity. So cool. So many different things that we could talk about. Sure. Solar panels, all kinds of things. The next thing you should attack after plastic is just the amount of energy that we expend on lights and heating and cooling Mm -hmm. and all of that things that keep our cell phones charged and all of that. You don't flip a switch and it just comes on that takes burning coal or burning gas or burning something to make that happen. And that's always hard to think about. Like when you don't have a coal stove in your house, you don't think about I'm turning on a light. I'm ruining the environment. Like when I walk into your house, all the lights are off. At my house, that's not how things go just because we're always in a hurry and we forget to turn stuff off. But it's worth the five seconds that it takes to check that kind of thing. That is one thing that I and my significant other do. We try to cut down on electricity usage significantly. I get a letter from Ameren, which wastes paper, by the way. But I get a letter from Ameren every six months or so saying like, hey, you are in the bottom 10% of energy users in Kirksville. Congratulations. Holy cow. We keep our lights off unless we need them. I'm not saying we're Amish by any means. We use electricity, but we keep our air conditioner set higher in the summer. We can deal with a little bit of warmth Uh, in the winter. We keep it down. We can deal with a little bit of cold. We put a sweater on. Uh, We just do our best to not use a ton of electricity. Plus, it makes our bill cheaper, and that ultimately benefits us. So I think a lot of people should adapt to that model as well. It doesn't have to be 71 degrees in your house during the summer. It can be 76, and you're still fine. I mean... I could vibe with you on the winter one. I don't know. Yeah, some people don't do heat. That's yeah. fair. Some people don't do cold. I do both, I guess. You're just a normal guy living a normal life. Shall we end on this call to action? I believe we should. Yes. Do you have some inspirational words that will churn our listeners up to do something? I don't have a power hitting phrase like ELE. Just think about the sea turtles. And think about yourself. If we truly wreck the environment, I mean, these microplastics, not to go nerdy here, but plastic breaks down and gets into the ocean. The fish eat it. You're eating microplastics. Exactly. And for all we know, and in fact, we do know that plastics are carcinogens, meaning if you consume enough of them, you will get cancer. Yep. That seems like a bad idea. 
I don't like cancer. I don't so. like cancer either. So if anything, you should care about yourself and protecting you and your family. Or your posterity. Or your posterity. Absolutely. If we truly destroy this planet, that's it. <laughs> I mean, there's there's no coming back from that. So. We only have one planet. Absolutely. We only have one body. That's so, so true. Make it count. Do your part, people. I want to be here for a long time. <laughs> I don't want plastic in my fish. All right. Do you have a song pick of the week? I do have a song pick of the week. I'm going with a song called Anthem from the 80s by a band called Korea Kitten Riot. I would like to specify if you're looking (laughs) this up, it is not Korea, K-O-R-E-A. It's Korea, K-O-R-I-A. It's a pop. Not Rainbow Kitten Surprise. I knew that was going to come up. This is not (laughs) Rainbow Kitten Surprise. It is Korea Kitten Riot. All right. My song pick of the week has been something that I have literally jammed to almost to the point of it's not good anymore, but it's still good, and I still sing it at the top of my lungs. It's called Peach Scone by Hobo Johnson, so check that out. I will vouch for that track as well. It is interesting, and if you have any taste in anything, you will listen to it and be like, hmm, unique. Check it out on the playlist. Thanks for checking us out, folks. I hope you enjoyed the Abby-led episode entitled Last Straw Clever. I absolutely enjoyed it. Please listen next week. Actually, listen for the next month. We have a slate of dope episodes coming out for you. I don't really know what's up next, so stay tuned with me as we figure it out. Does she ever. (laughs) My life is a mess. Thanks for listening. (laughs) We'll see you next week. See y'all later. Bye.